What's up? How's it going? Thanks for tuning in and welcome to Enriched, Aligned, and Undefined, a podcast where there are no borders. We're breaking the mold, getting messy, and sometimes being unapologetically offensive just happens. I'm Ashley McKenna, CEO and founder of Enriched Life by Design and your host, Each week, I'll bring out a guest, share an experience, and hopefully get you thinking about your life and the journey that you're on. If you're looking for insight, inspiration, and empowerment around relationships, parenting, business, and personal development, look no further. So let's laugh, learn, and get started before we're ready. After all, time is a precious commodity. Hey everybody, Ashley here, and I'm really excited to be bringing this interview to you guys today. So this is an interview that I did with a friend of mine, Matt Windsor, a couple of months back. Um, Him and I connected over Instagram, and we are actually in the same affiliate marketing company, and I just really gravitated towards Matt. We started to shoot the shit, we really became friends, we're very connected to this day. We got to meet each other in Vegas back in, when was that? The end of April, beginning of May, we got to meet each other, so that was really cool, and it was in Vegas at one of our big, big events, so that was super awesome. Matt is, Matt is amazing. He has gone through it. If you want to know what hitting rock bottom looks like, he is going to depict the perfect image of that for you in this interview. So if you're someone who is struggling right now, if you're having a hard time, if you're not you're if you're not able to find your purpose in this life right now, I need you to listen to this episode. I swear this episode is going to one, make you realize that your life really isn't that bad. And two, there's always a way. There's always a way to change the life that you're currently in and create something better for yourself. The trick is you have to find that awareness. You have to really dive deep and you have to admit that right now you've hit rock bottom and you're wrong. And then you have to make those changes. So you guys, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Let's dive into this epic interview with my dear friend, Mr. Matt Windsor. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> Cheers. Happy Cheers. Saturday, my friend. Same to you. Thanks for having me out. Oh, I'm stoked. You're the first guy on my show, so I'm pretty proud of that. Man, I uh, I hope I do a good job then so I don't ruin it for the, the fellow guys. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. As long as I see your lives all the time, I know you talk, so we're good. <laughs> Perfect. So hey, let's uh let's just dive into a little bit of your your intro. Where are you from? What do you do? All that sort of stuff. Definitely. So I am from Vail, Colorado. And yeah. it's yeah, down down living in Denver now, down in the city. I'm not a city guy. Love mountains. <laughs> I'm finding out very quickly that it is a uh, time to go back to the mountains with yes. my friend. But yeah, so born and raised up in the Vail Valley, grew up, I think I could ski before I could walk, grew up playing a lot of sports, football, hockey, lacrosse, motocross, did a little bull riding at one point. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so 
<laughs> we might have to talk about that. <laughs> oh, it, it's going to come up. It's going to come up. <laughs> but um, I, I'm still playing hockey now, just beer league stuff, which is always fun. And yep. then went to college. I went to Colorado State. I did a short stint in the U.S. Navy. Um, okay. That was kind of uh, the career path I thought I was going to be, and we'll get into that a little more, but um, didn't work out and then ended up doing the college route. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So that's kind of the quick, quick, <laughs> the quick journey of it. Hey, <laughs> yeah. no, that's awesome. Um, funny enough, because like I've always mm -hmm. been a small town girl, like grew up in the mountains, um, started in the West Kootenays, moved to the East Kootenays. Literally, I'm living probably in the same Rocky Mountain range that you are. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny growing up in the small town where it's like my graduating class was like 130 people. Oh, so, my God. Dude, my graduating class was 36. Okay. So then maybe I'm not going to complain at all. My town is fucking small. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, now I can't complain. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I grew up in a small town where everybody knew you were in trouble before you got home. And Dude, no my mom knew I was sneaking out of the house before I snuck out of the house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yes. towns, man. everybody knew everything and still does. Like me and my husband, we've lived in Elkford together for 11 years, I guess, 11, 12 years. And we're like, we're just at the point now where we're kind of over it. We want to, well, the winters are really long here. Summers are really short. It's not, I don't know. We yeah. just really, we, we want more of the summer weather than the winter weather. I, it's not that I don't like winter. I do like winter. I just don't like how long our winters are. And like in Elkford, you could literally have snow every month of the year. See, I thought I had it bad up in Vail, where it's like you see all four seasons all throughout one day, but at least we have a little longer summer. But I'm just yeah. getting sick of the snow. I yeah. can't see anymore. It's too expensive, too many injuries. So I'm like, I can play hockey in the summer. Give me warm weather. Yeah, right? I Yeah, we're all about like getting out on the boat, going surfing. Like we don't even wait for it anymore because we're like, well, first of all, I'm 31. My husband's 36, going on 37. And we're both like, it just hurts. I don't want to hurt, man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've had a few few wrecks wakeboarding. Got like my yeah. concussion or something. So I just, I don't want to hit the water at Mach 30 and it feel like concrete. I just, no. Did you guys have like kneeboarding and all that? Oh, yeah. 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 My dad's yeah. favorite thing growing up was to see how fast he could get me on a corner. And then see how many barrel rolls across the water I would do. <laughs> I have a funny story, a tubing story. Me and my husband had only been together for two, three years, maybe. And my dad had us both on this tube. And the type of tube we had was like fat at the front and it was skinny at the back, like a wedge. Yeah. So it skipped across the water. It was awesome, right? So anyways, we're whipping along and my dad's trying to get Chris falling off this tube like all day long. Can't get him to fall off the tube, right? Well, his shorts started to come undone. So he sits up on his knees, doing his shorts up. I'm like, what are you doing? And he, my dad like looks back and he's like, oh, that was dumb. Break. Chris like climbing <laughs> forward, falls off the tube. We run him over. Oh, epic. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I've, I've had great times growing up at the lake. 
you can oh, have yeah. a bad moment. Yeah, we have a 36 foot camper out in the front yard that we take out. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> well, we literally just brought out a storage yesterday. It came in the yard and I had to post on my Insta stories. I was like, look what came home today. <laughs> soon, soon I'll be doing the RV life with my girlfriend soon. Oh, it's just so nice. And with the two kids, having something that big is like perfect because if it's right. a or something at least we're not on top of each other it, we can still have like some space <laughs> right yeah that's always important right so a little off track there no big deal no big deal <laughs> so i want to know why you got into marketing matt what made you flip the switch and go i need to go online yeah so a lot happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of like everybody's story um some there's always many things leading up to it and so we'll just kind of dive through the whole thing um so basically like i was saying earlier the original plan since i was a young kid from what i remember was i always wanted to be a navy seal and so that's what i focused on like in high school i wasn't out partying with everybody else up in the hills doing all that like I was focused on making that happen. Yeah. And then uh, went through boot camp, did all that. And then basically, I had to get some waivers to get into the Navy. Because, okay. um, so I have a lot of injuries. So this is kind of important too. So um, let's run through the list. I've up to 11 concussions, 10 surgeries. I broke my jaw. I knocked out my front seven teeth. I tore my right shoulder. I had surgery on that. This shoulder is torn still. I have a torn MCL meniscus in my left knee. I've blown out my ankles twice, both of them. Um, I'm having some like injuries in my my wrist right now. But anyways, like, oh, five eye surgeries. That was the other one. Neck injury that took me out of sports for two and a half years. Yep. Um, so yeah, so I had a lot. And then, so I had to get some waivers. And yeah. so I got those waivers to get in. And then basically one day when I was getting in a physical, this LT, this lieutenant was, I think he's having a bad day and he was doing my physical and he was like, I'm not going to give you these waivers. And I'm like, I already have them. I just need you to sign off on them again. Right. And essentially he didn't do it, which basically they said um you can go be undesignated sailor and i'm like i don't want to go paint the side of ships for two yeah. and three years you know so basically that dream was crushed uh. and so i was sent home i couch surfed with friends for like six months just trying to figure out what i wanted to do because i was not a school kid i i hated school i hated high yeah. school um you know i, I didn't want to go to college but my parents they never went to school and so they were really kind of pushing that, like, go get your degree, go yeah. get your degree. And I'm like, all right. So uh, couch surfed. And then I started to take classes at CSU, Colorado State there. And I was like, I don't know what I want to study. Um, I've worked in hotels. I like beer. I like talking <laughs> to people. And I like yeah. socializing. Perfect. Yeah. And so I did the four years in school. And I got a assistant general manager job after college, which was very cool. I learned a lot. I, I know how to run a hotel. I, I figured out time management, things like that. But I, I just got so burned out. Right. Like I was working 50, 60, sometimes 70 hour work weeks. Oh. And it was like overworked and underpaid. 
Yeah. And I did that for two years. And then I was like, look, I got to do something different. If I keep doing this, there's no way I'm going to be a happy guy. Like it was, it was affecting everything. So that's when, um, you know, I, I came across an ad and I'd been looking for a year before I got started with our community and yeah. I just didn't have that like really good gut feeling. Right. Like, yeah. no, this isn't right there. It's a scam or it's a pyramid yeah. scheme. Yeah. And, um, it wasn't until I came across my buddy's stuff where I was like, all right, like if I'm going to change my life, I gotta, I gotta do something different. So yeah, it was, it was just, that's, that's kind of everything that led up to it is just being overworked and the hospitality industry, if you've never worked in it, it's just oh. insane. You know, yeah. it's been there. <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah. especially, especially with an AGM role at a select cert, like a smaller hotel, I was doing yeah. everything. So I'd be like out at dinner with my girlfriend or I remember we went to a comedy show one time and like, you know, they take your phones, but I have an Apple watch. So my phone started buzzing because they were calling me. So I had to like step out and miss the show or I'd be out hanging out with friends and I'd be getting called. I'd be getting called at like two in the morning. So uh, I'm like, dude, this is just brutal. So that's awful. You know, yeah. I think that's one thing that also really attracts us to this lifestyle, especially is that our business can run in the background while we're sleeping, but we don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, right? Like, you check your messages in the morning when you feel like it, right? Like, you don't have to worry about it. It's, ugh. I check your I, numbers, you know, do your, your yeah. routine and, and it's done. Like lately I've gotten into this mode where I'm like, wait, have I really like done everything already? Like I did everything I, I need to do. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so crazy. I've totally been the same way. I like I was actually just thinking about that today. Cause I usually write my schedule out either the night before or the morning or during the morning before I get into like my gratitude and stuff. And right. I was like looking at my schedule and I was like, huh, is that it? <laughs> I did everything in an hour. And wow. I guess that's what happens when you've been doing it for almost a year and you're like, you start to prioritize, right? Yeah. You have to do every single task in one day. Like you learn how to divide it up and do certain things one day and certain things another day. And as a woman, especially, because we try to multitask and conquer everything every single day, I've really learned, especially after Awaken. I've learned to you know, try to multitask, like focus on like one thing for the day. So if I'm going to be like in my creative zone that day, if I feel really creative, then I'll do like my videos and my copywriting and I'll shoot a go live or, you know, I'll just try to stay in my creative state. If I feel more like in the data sector where I want to like look at my numbers and I want to figure all of that out and start split testing and doing that kind of stuff, then I'll just do that for the day. You don't have to do everything. Like, yeah. Business, do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> exactly, it's wild. It's a, it's right? A feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. So, how's your journey been? Like, how's the ride been since you got started? Yeah, no, it's it's man. I'm gonna. I have so many things that I want to tell everybody, so I'm gonna try to okay pull it all out. Okay, we'll go. We usually run an hour when I do interviews, so perfect. <laughs> so, um, the journey's been wild. It's, you know, I, I just hit kind of, I just passed my year mark with yeah. online marketing within our community. And, um, you know, to sum it all up, like it was a lifesaver. So 
kind of backing it up back to 2017 um, before I got started. Yeah. You know, it was um, it was tough. Like I was saying, I was being overworked and and just not enjoying my job. It was affecting everything. But also the summer was the worst summer of my life. Like I had three friends pass away within two and a half months, two from suicide and then one from a freak rock accident. And oh. um, that's kind of where it hit me. So I've, I've had a lot of friends die before 25. So yeah. it's something that I've experienced. But when it's like back to back to back on top of hating your job, on top of, you know, just being miserable, it was uh, it was definitely rock bottom, like living in the past and, and playing the what if game. Right. Like, yeah. what if the Navy would have worked out and I was still in like every time I watch like a military movie, I'm like, shit, that should have been me. Right. So right. I was always living in that past. So, um, yeah, that that summer was rough. I uh, I also had my fifth eye surgery that summer. Yeah. Um, so I have a lazy eye and, and I started having double vision. So I have these okay. contacts to help my double vision, but yeah. um, the surgery didn't work. And so I was just, I had three weeks off and basically all I was doing was drugging myself up to get out of the pain of the eye surgery, but out of like the mental state too. Yeah. So I would wake up, pop some painkillers, smoke yeah. a little weed here in Colorado to, to help ease everything, drink oh, some beer. For sure. And hey, no judgment, man. Like I said, I live in Canada. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I was just doing that for three weeks, basically, right? And kind of playing a pity party. And mm -hmm. the, the surgery didn't work at first. So I got super down low. And, and one night yeah. I actually almost uh, got up and took my own life in the middle of the night because I, I, I wasn't sleeping. Everything was going in my head. Yeah. And, like it, it was the, the lowest point. Right. Yeah. So that was at the beginning of the summer. And then I had all the three friends died. And then I put my sister and girlfriend through hell because I lived with my girlfriend and sister. And when my third friend, who was really close, took his own life, it, it just put me in downward spiral. And so the night we found or the second night we found out, I just tried to drink myself to death. Like, yeah, up. we sat at the bar and I told the bartender, I was like, hey, uh, my buddy died, so feed me shots until I can't drink. And then uh, yeah. got a little rough, you know, for, for the girlfriend and all that and sister. Yeah. But, um, so that 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 was rough. But with this community, I mean, the journey has been amazing because my mindset has shifted completely yeah. from the what if I should have been. Let's live in the past. Let's be depressed to focus on yourself, personal development, like sure i've made money but i don't even i don't market that or i don't sell that no. you, know, you see so many yeah. easy people out there with like standing in front of fancy cars that aren't theirs or yeah. going to the bank and pulling out a hundred dollars and like flashing that like acting like they're making all this money but really they're not uh, yeah you know so i don't need to focus on the money aspect of it i just focus on the the mental mindset shift and so literally without this community i probably wouldn't be here talking with you yeah. right that's amazing matt like i can't like i seriously got goosebumps when you were telling me that story like it's fucking insane like and i so agree with you like, flashing the money and being in the fancy cars that they don't own you know that damn well they fucking rented that car like shut yeah. up um, <laughs> you know what i love about our community is like you were saying the mindset and just like 
reprogramming people's minds, yeah. right? Wiping out the slate, erasing that blueprint and building a new one. And I'm so pumped that you actually touched on that because one of the things that I have planned for my future is I want to build a kid's camp that is a personal development camp, but it's not just going to focus on like just reprogramming. I want to teach kids like how to do your taxes, how to pay a bill, how to, (laughs) you know, like the stuff you actually need when you graduate high school that they don't fucking teach you. I feel like the school systems are just regurgitating bullshit information. And not just that, now they're trying to wipe out history too. Like I don't probably don't hear a lot about what's going on in Canada, but like our first prime minister, um, he is being backlashed right now for a lot of shit that he did back in the day. Well, it's like, okay, but why get rid of that out of the textbooks? Like add to it. Be like, he did all these amazing things. Yeah. He might've had, you know, some shittier things with, you know, the, or the native Americans and all that kind of stuff. But like, you can't just wipe out history. Like, how are we supposed to learn from our past if we just wipe it clean? History repeats itself. Yeah, exactly. Like, it makes no sense at all. And I've even heard of, like, it down in the States a lot of the times, they're, like, ripping down statues and doing all these things because so-and-so wasn't the great hero that we all thought he was. Well, great. Now put him up there and fucking tell everybody what he did. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's so crazy how, like... I've learned so much more within this community in the last year than I, I did, know. than I did in four years of college, uh, twelve years of you know K through twelve. Like they yeah. don't they don't focus on any of the important stuff anymore, and yeah. and that's why people you know are leading a negative life and things like that. It's funny, I actually saw an ad on Instagram the other day and I got sucked right into it. It was so good. And I like took a mental note of like how he sucked me in. But anyways, <laughs> he um, he has a program for kids. Like that's who he markets towards is like how to teach kids. And what was really interesting about what he said was like, we set our kids up from failure from day one. They go to school want to go to school they hate school it's a boring place right away all we're ever doing is imprinting this like negative mindset with them from day fucking one it's like it's crazy to think like they will they'll wake up in the morning oh i don't want to go to school school boring no like and they say that from how the day goes to the age of 18 that is a huge span of time in their lives that they're sitting there hating something yep no wonder we have this millennial fucking mindset where they're lazy and they don't want to do anything and blah 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 blah. well it's because we've we did that to them yep yeah no it's 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 wild how like you know when you when you don't focus on kind of like the part like a good example of this is reading like i hated reading for the last year several years my whole life <laughs> you know um yeah. you know, I, I would read like harry potter or something and i would yeah. consider that it but yeah. you know, now it's like okay go read this book to focus on whatever you're looking for you know mindset yeah. shift, business shift whatever and so now it's like i'm actively going to try to get better and it's because the community is so supportive it's like mm-hmm 
you surround yourself with these positive people and it's like people who are like wanting to see you succeed, yeah. wanting to see your dreams win. Whereas like in the corporate world or even in families, I mean, I have a great family. My parents did it right. Uh, two yeah. self-employed people who made a living yeah. doing doing their business and yeah. you know, getting everything that I needed, my siblings needed. Yep. But, you know, they fell into society. Hey, you got to go to college to get you a better degree. You got to go to college. Degree. You got to get a job. You got yeah. yeah. to, yeah. You got to put, put food on the table. You got to work hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was like, it's it's crazy to go from having, like, people that you think are, are great and all that. I'm not saying my parents aren't, but, like, they never actively pushed me to focus on my mindset or, you know, going to follow my dreams. It was just like, you got to go do this, that, get a job and then get a white ticket fence in a, in a house, get married yeah. and you'll be happy. But really like 401k and the yeah. golden retriever and la la la. Yep, exactly. So it, it's just, it's so cool to be a part of a community where it's like, I, I, another good thing is you and I talking on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, I want to start a podcast. And yeah. your response was like, go fucking do it then. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's true. Because I have been like the last month, I'm like, man, I should really get a podcast going. But then I'm like, I don't have anything to say. I don't, you know, the whole dumb bullshit that everybody goes yeah. through. But it's, beliefs, man. Yeah, exactly. But when it's, when you have that freaking community of people that are like, no, go do it. Okay. Yeah. You're going to fail. Cool. Try again. You found yeah. that you know, like, that's the other thing that I've really like rewired my brain with is that failing isn't really failing because you've learned something from it. Yeah. But when you have actively reprogrammed your brain to understand that when you may not have the results that you were expecting from a certain task that you went for, you still got a result. Yeah. You to do something with it, right? So knowing that and like really like rather than sitting there being depressed and being like, oh, you know, that ad didn't work or whatever. Screw it. Do another one. Like whatever. It's not a big deal. It is not the end of the world. Your business is not going to come crashing down. These are all learning curves. It's just like when I used to when I first started out, I was like, oh, my God, I spent this much money on that ad. What the hell was I thinking? And then it was, oh my gosh, no, no, wait. I paid for data. I have data now. I have something tangible that I can look at and go, okay, so I spent this amount of money and that didn't work. All right. Adjust, adapt, change. Yeah. That was that was one of my biggest struggles starting out was like you're once again another thing. My relationship with money was bad and the community has helped change that, you know, focusing on a good relationship. But yeah, starting out, I'd be like, shit, I just spent $30 running this ad. And I have no sales coming in or the first three months I have no sales. You know, like I always talk to people and they're like, well, does this really work? I tried for a month and I'm not a millionaire or I tried for two nights and I'm not a millionaire. And I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> go listen to the MF CEO. Oh, and I love that podcast. You'll fucking know what struggle is when you're making six. Yeah. And $47 a month for 10 fucking years? Stop crying. Yeah, no, it's, it's just so crazy. Like the, the lack of patience that everybody has. Yeah, like. Totally. What I've really discovered too is like, yeah, okay, maybe I don't have the marketing sales that I was expecting, 
But do you know how many fucking doors have opened for me since I got started in this? Yeah. So many things are happening. I'm building a course right now. Like, I'm doing this. I'm yeah. building a podcast. I'm editing other people's videos and making money that way. Like, so yeah. many things. I'm like, I've created relationships with people all around the world. Like, yeah. I've never been up to Canada. Hopefully one day I will. I've never been to Australia, but I've been working with people in Australia. Like, yeah. it, it's just insane. Like, when people just care about the money, like, it, it just shows. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. I completely agree with you. Completely. Yeah, so, it's, it's wild. With what we do in the community, many of us have, like, a daily routine. Do you have one? And what does that look like? Yeah, well, so that's one of the first things when I got started, I really said, no, I don't need to do that. Just teach me the mm -hmm. skill and and I'll be fine. And I really didn't do it for the first couple months. Yeah. And um, so it's it's kind of changed. But when um, when I was working nights, I would do it in the morning. And the morning routine was kind of waking up. We have a nice little patio out here. And I just kind of go out there, drink a nice tall glass of Kong and water and then uh, kind of reflect on the day and kind of visualize the 10 things that I'm grateful for. I've never really been one to write all that stuff down, mostly because my handwriting is shit. So I kind of go through it in my head. And so I would, I'd go out and do that, come back in, I'd take my dog out and then I'd cook breakfast and then I would read for 30 minutes. I would typically start out with the magic or yeah. I, have, I have the magic app, so I would read whatever that is for the day. Yeah. And then I'd dive into my my business, looking into my numbers. I'd spend 20, 30 minutes diving through my numbers, seeing what ads working, what's not. And, yeah. um, you know, doing follow-up, stuff like that. And then I would spend the next hour or two doing trainings, you know, because that's the one thing people are always like, oh, you have to pay this money and what do you really get? And I'm like, well, you get a lot and they're always updating shit like when yeah. something changes because social media is always changing you know so yeah. that they'd be updating new training so i would spin that and then i would go to go to work and then now i've switched it now i'm working morning so now i kind of do all that at night once yeah. i i kind of get home take my dog out maybe take a nap for 20 minutes wake up mm -hmm. a little bit and then yeah. kind of run through all that so the yeah. The biggest thing is just actually having something and then sticking to it. Like I'm at the point now where um, if I miss something, I like feel guilty or I kind of like make myself feel guilty. Like, yeah, okay, you didn't do this. And once yep. you do it, like, and, and you hear it all across the community, you know, once people start seeing success, they're like, oh, I don't need to focus on my gratitude. I don't need to read. Yep. And, and, you know, and then that's when. Goes right back down. Yeah. So totally. Got to totally. hit all that. Yeah. So something that was really interesting, we had um, Matthew Jang on a call with us just a little while ago. And he is being mentored by someone that he, I think he met him before, but they hooked up in Orlando when they went to that conference. So anyways, yeah. he was talking to him and he said, so what does your daily routine look like and how long does it normally take you? And Matt says, well, it's this, that, and the other thing, and it takes me about two hours. And he's like, okay, what if you could do all of that in a shorter amount of time? Would you still think that two hours was 
you know, a lot of time. It's like, I don't know, maybe like, I guess so. So anyways, he goes through this whole process with him of like really having that feeling of what, what it was like when he went through his routine, when the routine was completed, what was that feeling like? What feeling did you have? And Matt was like, well, I felt accomplished. I felt calm, relaxed, rejuvenated. He's like, okay, well, I want you to take a second and I want you to go the other way. What does it feel like when you don't get your routine done? Matt's like, I don't want to feel like that. And he's like, I want you to embody that. I want you to really feel like it. And he's like, ah. So he sat for like five minutes and he said within five minutes, he felt his shoulders starting to slouch. He was just in a really shitty state, right? And he's like, perfect. Now go back and remember that feeling that you have when you go through your two-hour routine. Right away, he stands a little taller. He feels a little bit better. And he's like, great. You just did your routine. Matt's like, what? And he's like, okay, not everybody has two hours every morning to go through everything. Life happens. Shit happens. But if you can embody that feeling, if you can really feel it and understand it and just sit there for like even just five minutes and just reflect on what that feels like, that's all you need. And you can carry that feeling with you throughout your day. Right? Cool. I like that. Uh, but that is fucking awesome because some mornings I don't have time to sit down yeah. and write out all my gratitude, but I can remember what it feels like when I do it, right? That's good. I'm going to take that one. Right? So when you have that mind-body connection and you really embody it and you really feel it, you're done. That's you cool. No, I, I didn't even, uh, didn't really think of that. I know. Isn't it cool? So like on the mornings where I'm like, rushing to get ready for work because I always exercise in the morning before I go to work. If I don't exercise in the morning, my I just feel like my day just does not go well. So that's usually yeah. the thing before I do anything on a working day. If I don't work necessarily, I'll do my gratitude and stuff first and then I'll work out later. But if I'm going to work, I get my workout in because I'll just be a bitch at work if I don't. So <laughs> I <want> that. <laughs> yeah. So I uh I, I'll do that and then I'll remember that feeling like that adrenaline rush, how good I feel, the endorphins and everything. And if I can carry that throughout my day, then usually my day goes really smooth. <laughs> so that's, that's one of the biggest things I've been working on too the last like month is just focusing on mindset yeah. and, and really like being grateful throughout my whole day rather yeah. than just, you know, saying thank you in the morning or doing my 10 things yeah. I'm grateful for. Um, typically right now, since I'm working mornings, I'm up at like 4.30. Uh, oh. So I do kind of my morning routine in the shower when I'm getting ready, trying to yeah. do that. But no, that's cool. I'm going to I'm gonna use that. Yeah. When, when I don't, I mean, I miss my routine. You know, I'm not perfect. Um, None of us some are. Days, yeah, there's some days where I'm just like, I just want to lay here and not do anything. Yeah. Uh, and, and those are typically the days when I'm an asshole and my, my yeah. girlfriend's like, why are you so mad right now? Like, <laughs> they didn't take that minute. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't actually focus today. Sorry. So yeah, no, my brain is not where it needs to be for sure. Yeah. No routine. Routine. Yeah. is. It is. Routine is very important for sure. So since we're on sort of that topic, um, have you done anything since you've been with our community, like investing in yourself, taking extra courses, investing in, you know, events or anything like that since you've been involved? Um, events? 
Not well, actually, I mean, coming up here at the end of April, that's going to be my first first event with our community, and I'm so fired up for it. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. Like, I, I've missed the last three last year. Um, you know, financially, I'm, I'm, I've been in a tight spot. You know, all that student loan payments, I got to pay back uh, some yeah. medical bills and yeah. things like that. So it's it's always just been really tight. And um, so as far as events, no, I want to go to Awaken. I've always heard that's amazing or a Tony. Oh my Rock God, man. Like, can't even express how life-changing Awaken really is. Like. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It is absolutely epic. What so, Awaken. One, like, one day. The realizations that I had and like just the changes that I've had in the last month. Yeah. Like, taking action. I'm not sitting on the sidelines anymore. Like, fuck that shit. Like, I'm doing it. And I realized, like, I'm not trying to force things anymore. I was really getting into a state of, like, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. And now I'm like, I can wait. That's fine. Yeah. Like, I've really, I've come back around to understanding that, like, don't lose sight of what's right in front of you. Yeah, no, that's big key. Um, so, but I mean, besides the uh, events, I've uh, really reading podcasts. Podcasts are huge. I listen yep. to, I used to listen to uh, music, you know, Spotify kind of breaks it down at the end of the year and it'd be like hours upon hours upon hours of listening to music. But now I, I focus on podcasts a lot more. Yep. And so actually one of them that has kind of changed that was the the team never quit. Um, I actually have their shirt on right now. I didn't even plan that out. But um, <laughs> team never quit podcast that that was run by two Navy SEALs. And it's they focus on like the never quit stories and, and things like that. And listening yeah. to that, that really changed my mindset of like, you know, for the longest time I threw this pity party of like, why me? Like everything that i wanted to do doesn't work out uh not happy you know blah 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 and and so that podcast was really the first shift because I, I i found that before this community and so listen i listened to that daily and then you know reading the magic really was a mind shift yeah you know actually because i i always thought i was a, a grateful person right you know my parents yeah. told me like use your manners be thankful for mm -hmm. what you have and this is actually going to tie into another story about my injury, but, um, you know, it's, I had this injury in Montana. I had a freak accident and I broke my jaw and it was in the middle of Montana on a ranch. I worked on a dude ranch. I'll give you a little picture here. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful ranch. And I was like, you know what? I was just a driver. It was like this nice dude ranch and, and we had a rodeo every Tuesday. And, you know, I was like, I want to, I want to ride a bull. That's a bucket list. <laughs> I'm so glad we're getting into this. Yeah. So, I mean, broken jaw, not so cool. But the fact that you got on a bull, I want to know this story. No, it's it's a cool story. I mean, at the time, it was a nightmare, but it's yeah. <laughs> um, so I did this, the bull riding. I I did like seven or eight rides before, like. And it was funny too because I'm like, oh, these bulls are so tame. Like these, these aren't like PBR professional bulls. Like, you know, we can't have people actually getting hurt and freaking yeah. messed out and have them never come back, right? Like, 
How was your day? Oh, I saw a guy get gored by a bull. So I you know, so they're not that wild. And I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. Like, screw it. I'm an adrenaline drunkie. I'm not that good. <laughs> it's so much harder, even if the bull is pretty tame. Like you yeah. get on and you just feel this like energy. Yeah, this this crazy energy, and you feel all the muscles in their back flexing, and like they would lean on your leg in the shoot, and I'm like, dude, I can't feel my leg. Like, get off my leg right now. Um, <laughs> it was just a really cool experience, but a week. It was the weekend before I was supposed to go back to Colorado for um, school starting, and just had a freak accident, broke my jaw. Clean down the middle, separated it like three millimeters or something like that. Like it was pretty bad. And typically when you break it here, you're supposed to break it up here. But I didn't, which was a blessing. Um, right. But I, I knocked out my front seven teeth. We won't get too gory. But I'm a dental assistant, so. Well, okay, perfect. perfect. <laughs> Throw it at me. <laughs> so my, my top two teeth went through my lip. Oh, and so I had 30 some stitches in my lips. So I had this scar that like comes up here. I have all this scar tissue in my lips. I busted all my bottom four. So they're all jatting. And I remember hearing like getting up because it was at night. And I remember hearing I got his two front teeth. And I'm like, well, that, that can't be good. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, like it's fine. Like we're good. I'll, I'll walk this one off. Because it was, once again, outside dark, the lights weren't that great. And then we oh. walked into our cabin, and I looked in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, this is this is kind of bad, as I'm, like, just catching blood looking. And I'm oh. like, All right, so I hear somebody's like, put a tooth in milk, get him in the car, and let's go. And so, <laughs> once again, middle of Montana, we had to go. Oh, in Montana, were you? Um, so there's like Phillipsburg, it's a small town in between Missoula and Butte. Okay, yep. Uh, along, I forget what interstate that is, I think maybe 80, I think, I don't know, but, um, yeah. so we're, we're driving to the ER, we had to call and wake up the ER doctor, because it's a town of like 700, right? <laughs> so I'm just like sitting there, and, and I'm like, well... I've been injured before like this it, it'll, it'll be fine nothing to and I still had a lot of adrenaline going through me but so yeah. we get to the ER and like literally their jaws drop they're like uh dude <laughs> we can't do anything for you like you gotta go to Missoula like we, we're not equipped for this Fuck. Missoula was a hundred miles away so you're looking at at least an hour yeah hour hour and a half and um so this 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 was crazy she was like do you want us to take you in the ambulance and i'm like fuck no i've been in so many ambulance rides that were only five to ten miles and they were like thousands of dollars i'm not gonna do a hundred mile ambulance ride oh yeah fuck man you're in the states that shit's covered up here <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. it's not it's not and so oh. she's like but I can put your teeth back in. And I'm like, okay. Cause apparently if you knock out a tooth, you only have like 20 minutes to try to let it reconnect with the roots is what I've been told. Um, okay, wait, wait, wait. Was it like the whole tooth? Like with yeah. the root attached? Yeah. So yeah, you can shove it back in, but you have to like get to a dentist 
up and they have to like root canal that shit and then they have to like splint it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I found that out the hard way. We'll get to that. So she's like, I'll your teeth back in. And I'm like, cool. And she's like, by the way, I can't give you any pain meds because I'm not going to be treating you. And I'm like, do it. I got adrenaline. And so I held the chair. I leaned back and she's like, by the way, I've never done this before. Oh my God. Thanks for telling me that. Pops both my front teeth back in, gives me some gauze. And she's like, all right, get going. So I hold gauze in my mouth and my buddies and I drive to Missoula and I'm like trying to lighten the mood by like texting jokes. Cause I couldn't talk. Cause I, I didn't know my jaw was broken, but I'm like, this hurts. So I'm not going to talk, but I'm like trying to lighten the mood and I'd like text and then I'd start laughing and I'm like, okay, this is a bad idea. And, <laughs> and my buddies are like laughing about it too. And, and trying to, cause like it was bad, but I didn't want to say that it was bad. Yeah. And then we get to Missoula at like two in the morning and I'm like holding on to my buddy, like pale face from all the blood I've lost. And yeah. I would crack another joke once we get in there, which wasn't the best idea because the doctors were like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> they get me in and then they're like, we're going to do, um, we're going to do surgery on your, well, stitches. Sorry. And then they're like, Oh, but first, like, they wiggled my teeth. They're like, yeah, those aren't going to work. So they pulled my teeth back out. Ah! My two my two big teeth pulled them back out. And I'm like, that hurt. All right. At least I got morphine coming in me now. And then they're like, we, we got to do a CT scan. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, okay. And then they're like, you broke your jaw. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, it's just swollen. And they're like, nope, it's it's pretty broken. And uh, you need immediate surgery. And I'm like, okay, cool. Oh. And then they put 35, 40 stitches in my lips. And it sucked. Like, oh, oh. my God. I would like, do it. And then I'd be like, crunching. He's like, you want me to stop? And I'm like, no, just can do it all. Finish this up. Yeah, just get it over with. Yeah. And then uh, I had surgery. But the worst part about it was my parents were dropping off my baby sister at uh, college. And it was her... Um, kind of last weekend with the parents. So I totally ruined that by having them drive 16 hours to Montana to come and get me. And they're like, Oh man, I have a younger brother and he does that shit. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad's joke. My dad's joke is he'd have a Ferrari truck if it wasn't for me. So I was like, sorry to do this again guys, but uh, come on up here. So they come up. I had, Two plates, eight screws put in, and then the next day I had pneumonia, and from all the blood I couldn't extract. And so, um, what happened was I basically like died for a minute and a half on the hospital room. Like everything turned white. Like there was the clouds. There's the bright light. I was in a robe. And then the crazy part was my grandpa, who was my best friend, passed away two months before that. And so like he's the he's what all this tattoos for is yeah. for him. Um, I saw him and I was talking to him and then I was talking to Jesus and I was like, all right, well, cool. I made it to heaven. Like that's real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's not funny, but just no. the way said it, oh, that's real. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, like this is awesome. I get to hang out up here with my grandpa now. Um, and then like they woke me up and like hoses up my nose, doctors were over me. And the craziest thing was like, I felt somebody holding me the whole time. Yeah. Um, 
and so I, you know, I couldn't talk. So I had my whiteboard and my mom, she's always been in every hospital room. Every time I've been hurt, she never leaves. Um, she was in there and I was like, thanks for holding me mom. Like that was crazy. Right. And she's like, nobody was touching you. Like the doctors were doing their thing. And I'm like, holy shit. So like when that happened, it like flipped the switch in me of like, life is so short. You got to really be uh, thankful yeah. for every day. So it was, uh, yeah. Something I fall back onto. Wow, dude. When shit's going hard, I'm like, well, one, I've lost so many friends. I'm still alive. Yep. Um, you know, like I, I, I can't bitch, really. Yeah. So well, it's like around here, we've had so many people under the age of 25 drinking. And, you know, because we're a small area, you know, the closest town is 20 minutes away and it's another small town. Right. Away is Fernie. So Fernie Alpine Resort, I don't know if you ever heard of it, massive world, world renowned ski hill. Um, so people just drive back roads all the time and they're in the bush all the time and drinking and driving and that's just what they do, right? And man, like there was a stent of fatalities and it was awful. And it's like every year the same shit. And it's when, when are we going to learn? Like we're not invincible, you guys. Like yeah, it's no, it's it's crazy. It's yeah. um, life's short. Yeah, man. My brother was one of them. Like, same sort of thing. Bunch of concussions, car accidents, skiing accidents, dirt biking accidents. Like his, he actually he went through like the stint of, and like God bless him because he's on a better path now. But when he was younger, like my mom kicked him out. Like things were just really shitty. He was living with us. We were heading to my in-laws for Thanksgiving. And my mom calls me just about to sit down for dinner. And she was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, we're about to have dinner. And she's like, can you get to Foothills Hospital in the next like 20, 30 minutes? And I was like, why? She's like, your brother had a dirt biking accident. He hit his head really, really hard. He's going to be belligerent. He's not going to, he probably won't even be awake. If he is awake, he'll be like totally out of it. And I was like, what, are you kidding me right now? So he stole my husband's dirt bike, went for a trip, and then and we told him, we were like, you can borrow the bike to go see mom. That right. is, of course not. No. He was That's how it always goes. And you know what? I got home from the hospital uh, the next day, and I went into my bathroom, and like, because he was living with us, went into the bathroom, and there was like, dirty clothes everywhere and like dirt and gravel and stuff in the bathtub and i'm like what the fuck so i'm trying to like piece it all together because brent had no idea what had happened like he doesn't remember that whole day and doesn't remember the first week in the hospital so he has no idea what happened and so when i got home and i saw all this shit in my bathroom i'm like wait a second he took the dirt bike out wiped out didn't take that as a sign from god to go put the fucking bike back came to my house, got changed, got back on the bike and smashed his head off something. Jeez. Right? So then he had to get flown out. So Calgary is a three hour drive from here, but STARS helicopter services will fly from Calgary to here, pick people up and take them back to Calgary. So it's like an hour and a half and they've got a, someone in the hospital, right? So STARS has flown my brother to the hospital many a time. <laughs> 
and yeah same sort of thing like my mom was there with them in the hospital and like her grandfather was there he had passed away very religious man and she said that he walked into the room he looked at brent he gave my mom a nod everything's gonna be okay and he left and my mom was just like holy fuck jeez that's wild it is it's absolutely crazy so what do you have planned for the future, Matt? I know you were talking about a podcast and stuff. So what do yeah. you got mixing? I got I got a lot going. You know, it's um gonna get the podcast going soon. Uh yep. we've got the equipment ordered. Well, having some issues with Amazon with that for some reason, but you know, one thing. But I'll, yep. I'll get that ordered. I'm gonna figure out how to produce a podcast. Like that's the cool thing about the community, is like people are like, just go do it here's some training or here's an outlet to go figure it out. So I'm going to get that going. Um, Ideally the, the goal is to be able to go full-time online this year, hopefully uh, and buy an RV and go travel with my girlfriend and dog for the year, a year. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the big plan. And then, just keep working on the business, keep trying to help serve other people and, you know, help change lives. Cause that's pretty much all marketing is, is finding out people's problems and giving them solutions. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's crazy. I was talking to one of my friends about it too. And they're like, so it's been like a year. You're not really close to your financial goal. Cause everybody has a different freedom number for them yeah. to break free. And uh, I was like, yeah, it's definitely been a struggle. I've hit a lot of speed bumps financially with Facebook, you know, with, with everything, but that's not going to make me quit. So I'm going to, it doesn't matter if I don't go full time this year and I'm not going the RV route yet. Like it's going to happen eventually of of being able to go full time, get an RV, get the podcast going and then just keep serving people. Yeah. And you know, like I've sort of been on the same bumpy road, like the, the marketing side of things has really paid off the way that I thought it was going to. Does that mean it's not going to? No, absolutely not. I'm not going to give up on that. It is my back pocket. Like this is going to happen. But in the meantime, it's like, as an entrepreneur, it's my due diligence to explore and learn and continue to find other things I can do, which is why I was like, you know what? Like, in the in the community alone i began to understand like i understand training and i pick it up really fast and i can teach it and people come to me for advice constantly so i'm like mm-hmm. I'm not charging people right right <laughs> right it was like you can monetize anything you just have to be willing to take that step out of your comfort zone and think outside the box and actually one thing that i did the other day that my business partner who's building the course with me was like, that's fucking genius. Like, I can't believe you just did that. Was I sent out a many chat broadcast and I literally just said, Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Like, I just want to say thank you for like following my journey and being my supporter and la la la. And because of that, and because I want to show my gratitude towards you guys, I'm offering a one-on-one call with you where you can ask me anything, anything business. You want to know something, no secrets, no holds barred. Like, just you and me on a call together, la, 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 you know, as many chat goes, click this button and we'll set up a time kind of right, thing. Right. And like, boom, I had like five people right away who were like, yes, I want a one-on-one. Perfect. Let's schedule you in. So my girlfriend was like, that was fucking genius. That's awesome. Like, I like that. And I was like, I literally just, 
I didn't even think about it. It was just sort of the, one of those things where I was like, I haven't sent out a many chat broadcast in a while. Hmm. But I, like, do this. I like it. Yeah. It's that's the cool thing of being an entrepreneur and then finding the right supportive community is like, there's not just one set way of like, here's the training. You have to get this product and you have to only just market this product. Yeah. No, like they encourage you to go out and do anything, try to serve people better just like that. And so that's, that's really cool. And it's the the cool thing about it too, though, is that like they encourage you to share your, your struggles with everybody. So just like in that one-on-one of like asking me anything, you know, you don't have to hide away from like, yeah, I haven't made any, you know, money or anything like that in so, so many months or whatever, like you share that and that kind of builds that trust and rapport with people so much more rather than just like, oh yeah, I'm rolling in the dough. I got thousands of dollars in the banks. Like, no, like entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. Like it's, it's a roller coaster. And it's trying to find that middle wave, but like sharing that with everybody. I'm so open to when people are like, okay, well, how much money are you making? Or, or, you know, are you breaking through yet? And I'm like, who cares? Why why does that matter? It's what I've learned and what I'm building. And the fact that I'm 28 years, well, 28 years old. And at 38 years old, I'm going to be retired. Yeah. One of my favorite sayings in the community as well would you rather spend a year to three years working and and kind of living in the dirt in order to change your life and, and be completely different than what you're kind of yeah. used to so um yeah. you know it's, yeah, like in three five years from now do you want to look back on those years and be like wow i made it like i made a difference i really changed something i i i'm creating something for myself i building a business that is you know not a million dollar business but it's fucking getting there and i'm gonna get there and it's gonna happen or do you want to look back on your life and be like oh i've been doing the same fucking eat clocking clocking in clocking out yeah for the weekend yeah it's 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 crazy to me that people want to just continue to live their life like that and the funny thing is it's it's all based on fear oh 100 in your head that you created when you were a kid, fucking some stupid story you told yourself about people not accepting you, people making fun of you, you're never gonna make it, you're gonna fail, blah, 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 blah. Fear is is an illusion. It exists. It is something you created. It's all- Putting people or putting things on the pedestal. That's the other thing Mm -hmm. that I've learned. That's the other thing, 100%. You see, you know, the people online who, who are making it like our top leaders and, you know, they see the nice cars, they see the nice houses and they're like, well, that guy or girl has this over me that I don't have. They have more money. They have better training. Like I have a shit background. I don't have access to this. Like it's just wild that people put that in their minds. And and once you put something on a pedestal, you're not going to get and so kind of breaking that fear barrier of just like go out and fucking try it well and like i've met some of these people i have met matt jang i've met aaron frazier garrett francis Alicia. like i have met them they are normal fucking people like my favorite example and if none of you have listened to um 
A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life with Alicia Ward. She like absolutely amazing podcast. It's fucking epic. But her very first one. Hey, Carly, you're hopping on, girl. I, just, I was like totally ignoring the comments. I've been so like into our story. Um, <laughs> but sorry, guys. <laughs> Alicia's podcast, her very first one, she talks about backstory and how she literally grew up in a house with no bathroom. Holy shit, that episode was wild. Right? Like, like nothing. Like dirt poor, tiny little cabin house, outdoor bathroom, no running water, like straight up. Yeah, I'm like, holy shit. She's like 682. She's racking in. She's been to Bali twice since October. You know, she travels. She just, she lives her life the way she wants to live it. Nothing holds her back. And I just fucking love that about her. I love yeah. that about all of our people in our community. Carly, like. It Carly. doesn't even matter if they're not a, a top leader, like yeah. going on the dream vacations, going, you know, not clocking in. Like everybody's story is so unique to themselves. And, mm -hmm. and it's so cool to be a part of a community that's not small. I mean, what, we're over. 11,000. Yeah, eight or 11,000, somewhere in between there. Yeah. Like, like on the Facebook page, I mean, like it's, it's so crazy to just to see all that in, in the focus on changing your mindset and, and, and not holding people to pedestals. And it's just, it's wild because that's what I focus on now every day of running through my head of like what my future is going to look like rather than focusing on my past. Well, I'm like, what can I do today to help change someone's tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, I freaking love that about what we do. It's just, it, we're a community of teaching. We just want to teach people that the regular, same old, same old, go to college, get a job, do the thing, doesn't have to be your life. There are so many options out there. And I love that we're coming out with, like, our 2.0 and everything's changing and I love that they're constantly adapting like yeah at first you're a little nervous about it because you're like oh my god what's going to change but it, at the same time you're like I'm so freaking excited to see what we're going to bring to the table now because in six months like Jane was saying everyone's going to be trying to do what we're doing yeah, yeah. Yep. I love that no it's 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 wild it's it's awesome to have uh that that group of core leaders and have that community that yeah. is so willing to put so much work in it to help other people within it, right? It's not just about that. Totally. It's not like that uh, industry where it's like, yo, I want that promotion. So you suck. Yeah. You know, here, let me give this helping hand. Here's what's oh, yeah. working. Well, I mean, like my husband, for example, he works at a coal mine and he's literally a number up there. Yeah. And like one day can be completely different from the next day. He could go in and you know, the foremans are coming to him and they want him to be a foreman and they want him to be top of the top dog and they want to give him the bonuses and they want to do all these things. And he's like, no, like, I don't want that. One, he use, loses his union if he becomes staff. So he's like, no protection. Absolutely freaking not. And I don't want to bring that stress home every day. No. And it's worth it. It's not worth it. And like, like I said, and then the next day they are trying to sabotage him and find things that he's done wrong in the past that could you know, his, his present position. And well, like, it's just, he's like, I'm so fucking over it. Like, can we just, yeah. 
Yeah, no, totally get it. Well, man, that was freaking awesome. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, no, this this has been a blast. So thanks for having me out. I've uh, really enjoyed it. It's uh, it's cool getting to know more people in the community and really, um, you know, sharing the message more. So people can uh, find me on Facebook. I, I just have it, Matt Windsor. I have a uh, page there. And then on Instagram, Matt Windsor, I believe it's the underscore. Yep. I, think, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No in the comments or whatnot. Um, <laughs> there's, there's not too many goofy Matt Windsors who have no teeth. I mean, if you're scrolling, you see me smiling with no teeth. You'll know that's it's me. You. <laughs> awesome, dude. And you're going to be in Vegas too, right? Oh my gosh. I can't wait. My sister, she's coming. We're going to road trip it out there. We're renting a car, driving the 10 hours out. It's the right. uh, same with Rob Thomas, our kind of crew that we have within the community. So it's going to be a blast. It's sick. Cannot sick. wait. So fired up. Well, our uh, group leaders like Aaron Frazier and whatnot, um, they put together a mansion for us. Oh, I saw that. Trust me. I yeah. saw You'll be oh. there. We'll, we'll bring you in for an evening oh. party. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's going to be wild. I, I can't wait. Oh. The biggest. That's the coolest thing, though. Like, I know we're at time and I'm just going to pull this in really oh, quick. Okay, man. The cool thing about the community, like, so one of the things that I was so worried about before I got started was like, I'm going to throw this, this membership fee and I'm never going to hear from the people. I'm never going to be able to see them online or, or in person or, or anything, you know, like I'm just going to get my money taken. But with this, it's like, we hold live events every three months or so. Yeah, man. All come and hang out in person. Like, this online, this community has become like my second family. So now it's right. like not going to be that awkward. Like, hey, we've been talking online, and now it's all weird. Yeah. Like, no, I'm going to show up giving people every hugs and yeah, like that. That's so totally it's, what it's about, cool. man. Like, and Awaken was really awesome. The one that I went to because Aaron organized. Well, Aaron and Ali organized it and put it in Kelowna. So like smaller city. Um, it was under a hundred people. It was very intimate. And you know what? Aaron, Cass, Jang, Alicia, Garrett, like they all showed up and yeah. like hi to everybody and hung out. Like Aaron was there every single day. Allie was an active participant. Kat was an active participant. It was so awesome to go through that experience with people that help us become better people. Like it was just, it was amazing. I loved every minute of it. Yeah, I'm I'm fired up. It's uh, I can't wait. I really, I really want the month to go by, but I'm I'm trying to live more in the moment. Something. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, come on, hurry up, please. I just can't wait. I haven't bought my plane tickets yet, so I need to do that. I was waiting until after spring break because I was like, oh my god, ticket prices are so expensive right now. Yeah, yeah. Like Vegas is normally pretty cheap to fly into, but. Little yeah. pricey right now, but I'm like, hey, whatever. I got my yeah, ticket. And I refuse, like, I would drive down because Kalispell and Calgary are the same distance away from where I live, but I refuse to fly with Allegiant, so I just won't. <laughs> I'll go to Calgary, fly WestJet. <laughs> I don't blame you on that one. <laughs> well, all that I cared about was just getting a ticket, and I'm like, I'll figure right? everything else out. Figure everything else out. Absolutely. It's all about the choice, right? You just got to. Manifested up here. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, Matt, I'm super pumped I had you on tonight. That was so much fun. Oh, that was fun. Thank you. I was like checking my clock because I'm like, holy fuck, we've been chatting away forever. That's amazing. Uh, no, it's, it's fun. Thanks again. I, I hope some people gain value from it. You know, I just kind of close it off with this is everybody has a story and don't think that your story doesn't deserve to be told because it does. You know, too often people tell themselves that their story doesn't matter. You know, they're just the nobody. They have no friends. They have no love or whatever. But at the end of the day, your story does deserve to be told. You don't know who it might save, who it might impact. Just go out and take that risk. Take Absolutely. the risk, share it. And Guaranteed, there is someone out there that feels the exact same way you do. So if you 100%. can tell story, then that will help someone else tell theirs. Absolutely. 100%. So this has been fun. It was fun. I cheers you, but I drank it all. So... <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I had my girlfriend fill me up, so great girlfriend. <laughs> Mine was watching the kids, so. <laughs> hey, hey, a little more important. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for all that tuned in tonight. I love and appreciate you all, and I will see you next Saturday. Mwah. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to that episode of Enriched, Aligned, and Undefined. If you can just do me one small favor, and that's leave a review, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple, whichever platform you're on, your opinion matters to me, and I want to make the best possible podcast for my audience. So if you could leave me a review and smash that subscribe button so that you know exactly when my podcast is coming at you.